And let's move on. And Dr. Cole, I want to talk a little bit about telehealth therapy. Are patients participating uh, in telehealth? Is MOR, Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, your base uh, participating as well with your patients? Steve, we are. Uh, For those of our listeners who don't really understand what telehealth is, telehealth is merely the ability to replace a traditional office visit with a virtual visit that can be done with a video teleconference. Sometimes it integrates exactly with the electronic medical record. So we manage the entire visit, including the appointment time, patients' co-pays, their deductibles. Uh, We can get access to their record. Just like an office visit, we can do it remotely in a virtual way. And absent of a full-on physical examination, uh, we can review most aspects of care. We trained nearly 100 providers in 48 hours in the middle of March. We went from three providers to more than 100 who can now do telehealth adequately to manage existing and new patients with the orthopedic problems and vetting them to see if we should see them directly in the office or can save them the troubles, the trip, and also maintain our obligation for social distancing at the same time as we provide good care. And that takes us to our next topic. What about telehealth therapy for PT, physical therapists, and their patients? Let's bring on our guest, Tim McDevitt. He is a senior vice president of value-based services for Athletico. Tim oversees telehealth, home therapy, and employer solutions. Tim, thanks so much for joining us here on Sports Medicine Weekly. How are you this morning? Uh, Thanks for having me. I'm doing very well. Fantastic. So, Tim, are your patients uh, participating in telehealth at Athletico? Uh, Yes, they are. So we rolled out telehealth, broadly speaking, Uh, over the past few weeks, uh, in part in response to the circumstances that we are facing. Uh, And we've seen broad acceptance of that platform. So uh, we're seeing thousands of patients uh, right now uh, over our entire platform, our entire 12-state platform, and over 500 clinics. Tim, how have they commented on their experience with their virtual visit? So the feedback that we've gotten has been astoundingly positive. Uh, We've received, you know, just a wealth of feedback from the patients uh, around how appreciative they are to be able to maintain their course of care during this time and that they have this level of access uh, that they may not otherwise have uh, during the current circumstances. So we've received, you know, extremely positive feedback, and that's certainly something at Athletico that we track very closely, whether it's uh, patients that we see in the clinic or, in this case, uh, patients that we're seeing uh, via a video call, as Dr. Cole mentioned. I've been doing some uh, home exercise programs like Body Pump uh, through a you know web-based uh, platform, and it's been very successful. Tell me what it's like when you do a telept visit uh, for say a post-op patient. We are still doing, uh, for example, essential surgeries that are time-sensitive that would otherwise compromise the outcome. So I recently, for example, had a patient who had a a glenoid fracture, a fracture in his shoulder that we fixed, and I sent him to you uh, for therapy. I'm curious, how does the visit go, and how do you do an exercise program that can best mirror what normally happens in a physical therapy center? Well, I think there's a few things you can do, and I will preface this by stating, you know, I'm not a clinician by by training. I I have a law degree and some business background, uh, but I, I can uh, answer that question, I think, uh, to the extent of my non-clinical capacity. Uh, so we start with a screen for whether or not the patient is appropriate for telemedicine. 
So, uh, for example, if they were a fall risk, they may not be appropriate. Uh, we look if it's a post-operative patient at the level of uh, fitness that they have had, and therefore, if, if they're less fit, they may need more intensive therapy. Uh, but once we've done that screen, uh, then it's a matter of using the medium as effectively as possible. Part of that is uh, what you uh, mentioned, which is home exercise programs so that the patient is progressing uh, between appointments, uh, range of motion, assessing uh, their, their level of function. Uh, it can be you know, simple activities. It could be a, a single leg squat, assessing their balance, and uh, utilizing either basic physical therapy equipment that they can acquire, uh, so a TheraBand or a foam roller, or even household items. So, you know, again, squatting in a chair, it could be, uh, you know, lifting a gallon of milk. So uh, there are a lot of different uh, tools that you can deploy to have an effective visit in, in the uh, virtual setting. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly on this Saturday morning. Steve Cashel, Dr. Brian Cole. Our website is sportsmedicineweekly.com. Our guest is Tim McDevitt. He is with Athletico, overseeing the telehealth, home therapy, and employer solutions. And Tim, let me ask you, are there certain types of patients that are better suited to using the telehealth therapy service? So I would say, broadly speaking, we've been able to see a wide variety of types of patients. Uh, Again, if if they are a fall risk uh, or uh, they have a technology issue, perhaps obviously if they don't have the access to Wi-Fi, et cetera, of course, then they would not be able to access the service as easily. Uh, but, you know, as long as we feel that we can we can treat them safely, we can treat them effectively, uh, they don't have any, say, you know, post-surgical complications might be another example where we would be more cautious. Um, but as long as we, we feel that we can be safe and effective in our treatment, uh, you know, we, we deploy it across a, a wide variety of patients. And Dr. Cole, how important is this to your practice maybe the surgeries that you did before we were sheltered in place and the elective surgeries were put on hold. Um, How important is a company like Athletico to your patients in the post-op situation? You know, we are trying to minimize the uh, face-to-face time that uh, patients require in this setting of sort of maximizing social distancing behavior. So the therapy is still really critical, uh, but as Tim pointed out, we now have a really good option that can mitigate the number of face-to-face contacts. So uh, what we're basically doing is um, still recommending physical therapy. There are still, by the way, face-to-face visits happening, but they're done in a very safe way. And... um, um, we can still do that, practice all the sort of universal precautions required, masking, uh, hygiene, obviously you don't touch your face, frequent hand washing, uh, sanitizing efforts throughout the facilities, and patients indeed can get some one-on-one care. But we now are finding ways to sort of split the difference to say how can we prevent any compromise in the quality of the care they need to give them the best outcome versus um, getting them uh, uh, in the clinic for things that you can't really replace with a telemedicine visit. So we're all kind of learning along the way here, but I think this is, my, my belief is this type of care is probably here to stay in some form or another, both from an office setting and a therapy setting. Well, Athletico does a great job, and they have a website, of course, athletico.com, and you could also go to athletico.com slash telehealth for more information on what we're talking about and how uh, some of our 
patients out there can take advantage of these value-based services from athletical physical therapy. Tim McDevitt, our guest. Tim, thanks so much for joining us here. Stay healthy, my friend. My pleasure. Let's take a break on Sports Medicine Weekly. When we come back, it's our Ask the Doctor segment. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly, only on 670 The Score.